0: Good morning, I'm Chris Oaks, and coming up today with less than 100 days until Christmas, one in four Americans have already started their shopping. But many of us seem to be in a bah humbug kind of mood. And according to Bankrate's holiday shopping survey, we may have reason to be. Also this morning, the annual Medicare enrollment window opens in just under a month. It's a convoluted and often confusing process for beneficiaries, so getting an early start is essential. We'll tell you what you need to know. And Apple introduced their latest gadgets last week, including a new iPhone. They're full of new features, including some that users might not even notice. This is the Good Mornings Podcast Edition for Monday, September 18, 2023. So over the weekend, uh, there was quite a bit of buzz generated about this uh, online. I don't know if you happen to see it. Uh, Colorado Representative Lauren Boebert made headlines. Uh, Apparently, she was uh, being disruptive at a performance of the uh, stage musical Beetlejuice in Denver last week. And uh, over the weekend, this just exploded. There was a security video of uh, Representative Boebert and her date uh, at the performance who were at the uh, at the play who were uh, uh, misbehaving. I guess the best way um, she was she was apparently vaping during the performance. That's a no, no. Can't do that. She was snapping pictures or shooting video during the performance. And uh, probably the most disturbing part of her uh, nonsense (laughs) during the performance, she was fondling her date, the uh, (laughs) the video show. And to be fair, he was fondling her back. Um, So apparently the uh, theater... Management received multiple complaints from people who were sitting around her, and she was eventually escorted from the theater. Oh, and she was singing along with the uh, with the music very loudly, which again is a no-no in the theater. Uh, in a, a television interview, uh, Ms. Bobert uh, said that her animated personality was to blame. She said she was a little too eccentric in getting kicked out of the uh, show. But she did say that some of the accounts of her behavior, hers and her date's behavior, were exaggerated. Um, Originally, she denied any wrongdoing. Then video later surfaced that uh, showed her doing all these things. She said on social media, there is no perfect blueprint for going through a public divorce and that she fell short of her values. So she blamed it on her divorce. I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, some of the... Uh, back and forth over this story was just rather rather humorous. I spent some time this weekend thumbing through social media and some of the comments from both sides of the aisle uh, on uh, Representative Bobert uh, over the weekend getting kicked out of Beetlejuice the musical, in Denver. <laughs> Denver theater. Oh my! <clears throat> well, they're not making headlines. Uh, it, if they're not making headlines in Washington, they're making. Headlines elsewhere. Uh, Let's see here. (laughs) Elected leaders behaving badly. Um, What else is uh, going on? Here is a uh, story that I saw in the Newswire this morning, and I immediately thought this is research from the file of, duh, a new British study suggests that the mental health of college students may have taken a big hit during the height of the pandemic. Shocker, I know. (laughs) The mental health of college students may have taken a big hit during the height of the pandemic. This is the result of a new British study. By May of 2021, stress levels of students tripled. Uh, Their reported stress levels were even higher than those of healthcare workers undergraduates were cut off from friends and close family and unable to rely on their usual routes for seeking physical or emotional support according to the author of this study again a british study Uh, common places to socialize like restaurants and bars were closed so they couldn't get out blow off some steam all that the survey studied 554 undergraduates from may of 2020 through may of 2021 and found that the pandemic caused high levels of stress. I know. It's uh, Wow. Groundbreaking study here. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, not a big surprise on that one. <clears throat> I don't know. I just, I happened to see it. And I, well, we've got to talk about this because this is big, big news. <laughs> um, speaking of studies, this... I thought was kind of interesting, too, um, a study that may actually debunk some of the current i don't I don't know if I want to use the term "woke studies or "woke suppositions about pop culture, but it does kind of uh, debunk some of those theories. New study pushes back. This is the story off the Newswire. A new study pushes back against the common complaints about Disney princesses. Researchers at the University of California at Davis say the beautifully thin princesses like Snow White Sleeping Beauty do not harm kids sense of self-esteem and body image. That has long been one of the complaints about the Disney princesses. They're supposedly so perfect, and uh, they promote an unattainable uh, ideal, and so on. Uh, But this study says that is not the case. These princesses do not harm kids' sense of body image and self-esteem. Kids who loved the princesses with thinner bodies did not have lower self-esteem because of it. And kids who loved princesses with more average or athletic bodies, like uh, uh, Merida from uh, oh, which Brave, was that the, uh, the film Moana? Um, Mulan, the more modern Disney princes, princesses. The kids who loved those Disney princesses were more likely to be confident about their own bodies and more active in the ways that the princesses were uh, were active. Um, so they are more likely to be active. But uh, self-esteem, body image issues caused by Disney princesses, traditional Disney princesses? No, not a thing. Study published in the journal Psychology of Popular Media. So is a peer-reviewed study. No, not an issue. So, kind of interesting. And uh, what some people have been saying for a a long time about those uh, Disney princesses. But anyway, the debate continues. Kind of interesting. And a couple of other uh, items here. Among the first things you need to know this morning, the most interesting and buzzworthy stories, uh, to get your Monday morning started. Now, last week, Apple unveiled new gadgets including a new iphone what are they up to now the iphone 15 i think it is the ladies we're going to talk about it a little bit later on in the uh, in the program but uh i thought this was uh, kind of interesting the fda the food and drug administration is looking into reports concerning the iphone 12 and radiation emissions the iphone 12 was actually recently banned in france because of these very concerns. Radiation emissions. Uh, not only not only France, but Germany, Belgium, and Spain may also ban the phone from their countries. Now, the iPhone 12 is the... Uh, what is it? 2020, I think, is when the iPhone 12 was introduced. So it's a couple of years old now. But there are still an awful lot of them out there. Uh, Apple has disputed the claims they say the iphone 12 software will be updated to fix the issue <laughs> which is kind of interesting they dispute the claims of uh excessive radiation admission uh emissions but then they also say they're going to update the software to fix the issue so <laughs> i'm not sure you can have it both ways <laughs> either either it doesn't have excessive radiation emissions or we're going to fix it, but it can't really be both, can it? But anyway, um, I hope the emissions debacle triggers an independent investigation in the U.S. According to Joel, Dr. Joel Moskowitz, more than 81. It says more than 81 million iPhones were sold in 2021. Radiation exposure has been list, linked to uh, cancer and fertility issues. I saw that story my first thought is why the iphone 12 as opposed to iphone 11 or the iphone 13 apparently they're not a problem it's just the iphone 12 and so i don't know what is unique about the iphone 12 that it would be such a problem but apparently it is so stay tuned and finally this morning among the first things you need to know the most interesting and buzzworthy stories of the day halloween right around the corner in case you didn't already know that, just go into any store, see all of the uh, Halloween. I think it's interesting in these stores, they have the Halloween candy out, out for sale uh, already. I mean, it's mid-September. Is anybody really shopping for Halloween candy at this point? We may say we're <laughs> stocking up on Halloween candy early, but are we really? I mean, honestly, we're buying it and we're eating it. We're going to eat more and we're going to buy more uh before halloween gets here nobody is buying halloween candy right now and sticking it uh in the uh, in the pantry uh to use for halloween it's all getting it's all getting eaten <laughs> already they're not they're not idiots they know they are going to put that candy out now we're going to buy it and then we're going to come back and buy more because it's all going to be gone anyway halloween right around the corner the halloween house is for sale that's right the house that Jamie Lee Curtis's character Laurie Strode called home in the movie franchise, the Halloween movie franchise, is up for sale for about $1.8 million. Now, the house that Michael Myers terrorized in the movies is set in the fictional town of Haddonfield, Illinois. But in reality, the house is not in, well, obviously, it's not in a fictional town. It's not even in Illinois, Illinois. It is located in South Pasadena in Los Angeles County. So, knowing that it's in South Pasadena for 1.8 million dollars, that's a bargain in that part of the country. The 1978 Halloween film was uh, was filmed at the house rather than a soundstage. So, it is the actual filming location of the classic movie Halloween. Up for sale for 1.8 million dollars. If you have ever dreamed of owning the Halloween house. Problem is, it is in Southern California, so that may be even more scary. (laughs) There you go. uh, Some of the most interesting and buzzworthy stories to get your Monday morning started.
1: WFIN News. I'm Matt Demchek. Your WTOL 11 weather. Partly to mostly sunny skies today with a high and low 70s. Partly cloudy tonight. uh, Low around 50 Finley City School says the most recent Ohio school report card was released, and they're proud to announce that they earned 4.5 out of 5 possible stars. Within the star system, three stars indicates a district is meeting state expectations. A rating of four and a half stars indicates that a district exceeded state standards. Finley City Schools says while 4.5 stars exceed state standards, four and a half stars does not exceed FCS standards. And there is room for improvement and growth and there is important work to be done. Get more on our website. United Way of Hancock County's Fall Days of Caring is happening this week in which about 150 volunteers will take up their tools and head out to make a difference and positively impact lives in the community. Last fall, we spoke with Janelle from Marathon as she was helping out with a landscaping project at 50 North. You know,
2: it's just nice to get out and out of the office for a few hours
1: and help out in the community. Volunteers will complete around 600 service hours this week, a value to the community of nearly $20,000 Money that organizations can save to put directly toward their mission and services. Learn more about the United Way of Hancock County's Days of Caring Events in the story on our website. The Ohio Redistricting Commission is still having trouble convening and passing constitutional maps. The
2: commission is supposed to have some new state maps drawn by Friday, but that deadline will now be even harder to meet. David Nevin is a professor at the University of Cincinnati.
1: Well, you hear the phrase dumpster fire, and
3: I think in this context, that wouldn't do this situation justice. We've had literally years for the Ohio Redistricting Commission to produce a legal map. They haven't produced a single one.
1: I'm Tracy Townsend. The Finley Trojans football team with their fourth win in a row, this one over Fremont Ross. Montgomery back, airs it out wide open, his hassle back, catches it, and he'll carry it on into this the end real. zone. 52, or excuse me, 48-yard touchdown, pitch, catch, and run. The Trojans are now 4-1 on the season and will take on Springfield Friday night at Donnell Stadium. Remember, you can always get more news online anytime at WFIN.com. Well, there are now less than
0: 100 days until Christmas, and if it seems like it's way too early to be talking about that already, consider this. Nearly one in four Americans either already have started their holiday shopping or will before the end of this month. But many of us seem to be in something of a bah humbug kind of mood, and we may have reason to be. Bankrate senior industry analyst Ted Rossman is with us once again res- with results of their holiday shopping survey. So it's actually half of Americans who say we're going to start knocking items off our shopping list by Halloween, according to your survey. Is that pretty consistent as in years past? Or are we seeing more people getting an early start because they need, t- need to, given the economic challenges?
3: It's consistent with years past, but I think the motivation has changed. Remember Mm. a couple of years ago when the supply chain was a mess and everybody said you have to order early or you might not get it before Christmas. I feel like now it's much more of an inflation story. We found that 33% of holiday shoppers say that inflation will impact their shopping habits. I think the early start factors into that. It's an ability to spread out your cash flow, give you more time to find the best deals. A lot of retailers have really leaned into this trend. We've seen October really become the new Black Friday, where things like Amazon's prime early access sale have begun in recent years. Target and Walmart have their own similar promotions. Mm -hmm. I feel like you don't need to wait until Thanksgiving weekend anymore. The good deals often begin in early October.
0: Now, as we said, also in the survey, a lot of uh, kind of bah humbug views toward the annual shopping burden as many people see it. And again, uh, for a certain segment of the population, I would imagine that's always the case.
3: It is. I think it's probably gotten worse this year because of inflation. That was the biggest concern. A third of holiday shoppers lamenting inflation. 25% are stressed about the cost of holiday shopping. 23% anticipate a strain on their budget. Honestly, I fear some of these numbers could grow higher as we get closer to the holidays just because, we know that credit card balances are at record highs. Well, credit yeah. card rates are at record highs. Um, the average credit card rate is approaching 21%. And there's a cumulative effect to all this. I think the fact that we've had a couple of years now of high inflation and high interest rates, mm-hmm. and you know, if you're paying more for rent and gas and groceries and other things, it just doesn't leave as much for the holidays. I think we're going to see a very stingy consumer this holiday season. I mean, I, I don't think the season will be a disaster just because the job market's strong and there is some demand for spending. But I think people are going to be pretty thoughtful about their spending decisions. They're not going to go crazy I think they're going to be looking for deals and discounts. I think retailers are going to have to offer some nice promotions to get people excited.
0: Yeah, as we mentioned, we may have good reason to feel uh, that be in a kind of a bah humbug mood, given our propensity to pull out the plastic and the fact that, as you were mentioning, and we spoke about this not all that long ago, where uh, many of us are already carrying balances, interest rates are are going up on credit cards. So if folks remember some of the advice that we have talked about. About in the past. Things like tapping into the value of unused gift cards or reward programs very much applies here.
3: Absolutely. I love that tip about using the unused gift cards. About half of us have those. The average value is close to 200 bucks. Definitely plan to use those for your holiday shopping if you have them. Same thing with credit card points. If you have cash back or gift cards you could redeem from your card issuer, yeah, go ahead and do that. Look for opportunities to stack discounts. I think that's another good tip. So that might involve taking advantage of a store promotion, but then also using a rewards credit card that you hopefully pay in full before interest hits. Mm -hmm. And maybe also go through one of those shopping portals something like Rakuten or Shop Through Chase or a lot of the big airlines have these, you could potentially combine those three saving strategies on the same purchase.
0: Yeah, a little bit of extra work, but it could pay off uh, in the end. And you were kind of touching on this. I, kn- I know it does go beyond the scope of the survey uh, per se, but I'm kind of interested to get your thoughts on what impact all of this could have on the economy broadly. Obviously, uh, a lot of big retailers make bank. During the holiday season, and we've already seen uh, reports that some industries—I think I saw a piece uh, just last week—that the electronics industry, as an example, expects less spending on gadgets, which is usually one of the hottest categories at Christmas time. Is this something that could reverberate into 2024?
3: I think it could. Yeah, we've definitely seen a big shift. We've seen people spending less on physical goods and more on experiences. I feel like when people are splurging now, it tends to be on a trip or dining out or concert tickets or sports tickets. It's not as much the electronics, the furniture, the home improvements that a lot of people splurged on during the pandemic. I think we'll see slow growth this holiday season. I think we may eke out a percentage point or two above last year, but that's lagging the inflation rate. And it's similar to what we saw last year when holiday sales were up 5% from the previous year, but inflation was running in the six to seven percent range. Yeah. So I think we could see a similar phenomenon this year. Inflation's lower. It's coming in more like three or four percent. So that's where I think maybe a one or two percent rise in holiday sales is probably the most likely outcome. So kind of a mediocre holiday season for retailers, I think. <laughs>
0: Uh, and that's especially interesting given the fact that it's spread out over a longer period of time. So those individual snapshots in time may uh, actually look quite discouraging um, you know, as we go through the holiday season. One of the things that I found interesting, and, and you were talking about inflation being one of the things that's weighing heavy uh, on consumers' minds, but actually fewer people in your survey say they are concerned about or will change the way they shop this year as compared to last year due to the economy and specifically inflation. So I, I thought so that was kind of interesting.
3: That is a silver lining. Yeah, last year, 40% said they were changing their holiday shopping because of inflation. This year, it's 33 So I guess we're moving in the right direction. I mean, we know we are moving in the right direction just in terms of the inflation rate mm-hmm. has come down since peaking in the summer of 2022. There was a time it was about 9%. Now we're more in the three to four percent range, so things have gotten better. But there are so many contradictions in the economy. You know, the fact yeah. that inflation's better, but it's still not as low as the Fed wants it to be. The job market is good, but the wage gains that people are enjoying are being gobbled up by higher prices. So it kind of leads to this vicious cycle where a lot of the data is probably better than we would have expected. Mm-hmm. You know, people have been calling for a recession for two years now and right. it hasn't happened, but yet yeah, consumer confidence is really low. And you know, it even impacts politics. You ask people about how they're feeling about the state of the economy. Sure. And, most people give the current administration poor marks, which is not always in line with some of the data. But I think the perception is more negative just because inflation's been high and you don't feel like you're getting ahead. Yeah. And, you
0: know, honestly, some of that trepidation over inflation is a good thing for consumers, uh, again, because we have to be cognizant of pulling out the plastic and rising interest rates and all of that. It may uh, keep us uh, in check and keep us from going overboard, which can do a us more harm than good in the uh, in the long run. So the, the long and short of it is we need to be very cognizant of our budgets, very judicious uh, with our spending heading into the holiday season. Uh, if folks are interested in seeing more of the results from your holiday shopping survey, you've got that on your website,
3: right? Yes, we have more at bankrate.com about this and also about picking the right credit card, getting out of debt, hopefully avoiding that holiday debt. Um, All that good stuff.
0: Again, Bankrate Senior Industry Analyst Ted Rossman with us once again. Ted, thanks very much. As always, we appreciate it.
3: Of course. Thanks for having me.
0: well the annual medicare open enrollment period for coverage in 2024 will open up in about a month or so so to get ahead of this important but sometimes confusing process we are joined this morning by betsy chin vice president of medicare advantage at united healthcare betsy why is the annual enrollment period such an important time for those on medicare
2: enrollment period is a critical time for anybody who's currently on medicare because for most people it's their one chance each year to make a change to their coverage
0: so if you miss this opportunity you're going to be locked in for another year and and it's going to be a while before you can uh correct a mistake if you will so is there anything New or different about this year's enrollment process or the options, or is this pretty much going to be the same routine as people who have been through it before will be familiar with?
2: Well, it's the same dates as before. So each year, this annual enrollment period begins October 15th and mm-hmm. ends December 7th. Right. Uh, so that hasn't changed. But the plans do change every year. So even the plan that you're on today could offer different things next year. So we really recommend that everybody take this opportunity to review their coverage uh, for next year. If you're on a Medicare plan right now, uh, in the next couple of weeks you should receive something called the annual notice of change. This typically comes in the mail or in the email in your email and it will notify you of any changes on your current plan for next year. Um, but you can also look at other options available to you. You'll start to see lots of information about the Medicare plans available in your area in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. And now is a great time to do your, do your homework and make sure that the plan that you're on and signed up for next year is going to meet your needs.
0: So let's talk a little bit about the different types of Medicare that are available.
2: Yes, absolutely. There's lots of choice out there. Um, let's start with original Medicare. Original Medicare is offered by the federal government, and that includes Medicare Parts A and B. A is your hospital coverage, and B covers outpatient services, things like routine doctor's appointments. Mm -hmm. Then there's Medicare Part C, which is also known as Medicare Advantage. Medicare advantage is uh, offered by private insurance companies like United Healthcare and it combines parts A and B into a single health plan that often also includes part D prescription drug coverage. So Medicare advantage plans offer A, B, and D all together. Then there's also Medicare supplement plans. And Medicare supplement plans Um, are also offered by private insurance companies, and they work alongside Medicare Parts A and B to pay for things that aren't covered by original Medicare. Many people pair a Medicare supplement plan with a standalone Part D plan for complete health and prescription drug coverage. So obviously,
0: a lot of different options, a lot of different combinations here. What are the most important things that one would or should consider when choosing between all of these options?
2: Yes, there, there are a lot of choices. So we really recommend people think about just a couple of things. First, take a look at cost. The costs are different between original Medicare and Medicare Advantage plans, um, as well as amongst different plans. So, you want to take a look at whether there's any premium on your plan, as well as costs associated with things like co-pays or co-insurance for various services or, or medications that you need. After you look at the costs, we, re- we recommend looking at coverage. Make sure that the doctors and hospitals that you want to use are covered in your plan's network, and make sure that the medications you need to take are covered on your drug formulary or the approved drug list. And then finally, many plans, uh, including many Medicare Advantage plans, include extra benefits at no cost. Things like free gym memberships or dental, vision, and hearing coverage. And all of these things are important considerations to make sure that you've got the coverage you need for your health and wellness goals in 2024.
0: And just to underscore uh, something that you were mentioning earlier, uh, these things can change from one year to the next. For example, uh, different uh, types of benefits that are available in a Medicare Advantage plan, uh, the in-network versus out-of-network providers, uh, medications that may or may not be covered. All of these things can change from one year to the next, so you can't just assume that what was good for you last year is automatically going to be good for you this year.
2: That's exactly right. And that's why we really want to make sure people know about this annual enrollment period, October 15th through December 7th, because your plan can change and also your health and wellness needs can change. Good point. And you want to take advantage of this period of time to make sure that your coverage meets your own, uh, your personal budget and health and wellness needs.
0: So just to emphasize uh, now is the time to start thinking about these questions because it may seem like you have plenty of time. I mean, we're like I said, just a little less than a month away from the opening of the open enrollment period. And then it runs through early December, but uh, things do get kind of busy right around that time of year. So uh, it'll be here before you know it. And you'll have to make these decisions, uh, not something that you want to rush into again. Now, uh, Betsy Chin is vice president of Medicare Advantage United Healthcare, and uh, you actually have a website where folks can get more information about your offerings, correct?
2: Yes, and I recommend starting at com, which is actually an educational site. Um, It'll help you understand some of the options we talked about today, as well as include links to resources locally that you can learn about the local plans in your area as well. So, again, that's MedicareEducation.com.
0: Again, uh, Betsy Chin, uh, we'll have a a link up on our webpage uh, for more information uh, about that as well. So, uh, folks can go there and make it easy. Betsy, thanks very much for taking the time. We appreciate it.
2: Thank you. Information that makes a difference. Good mornings with Chris Oaks on
4: 1330 WFIN, WFIN WFIN.com and 955
2: FM. We interrupt this program to bring you a broken news alert.
0: Okay, so yes, we are less than 100 days until Christmas now. And uh, as we were uh, mentioning a little bit earlier, One in four Americans say they have already started their uh, Christmas shopping. And actually, by Halloween, about half of us will have started our Christmas shopping. However, that doesn't mean that we are necessarily ready to go all-out, wall-to-wall Christmas at this point. Case in point, the Del Amo Fashion Center in Torrance, California shopping center in Torrance, California has uh, faced a huge amount of backlash when a photo appeared on social media showing Christmas decorations set up in mid-September in the mall. Mid-September, right now. According to the uh, LA Times, the decorations included a Christmas tree, festive garlands, silver reindeer sculptures, the whole bit. However, There is more to the story. It turns out the scene was set up for a holiday commercial shoot, and Christmas decorations were not up permanently and prematurely. So, (laughs) I know it's hard to imagine people online going off half-cocked about a, a story that they really didn't have all of the details on. Um, shoppers and mall visitors reacted with surprise but also expressed their enjoyment of the festive atmosphere created by the commercial shoot. So they just brought out some of the decorations to shoot a commercial for the upcoming holiday season then they packed them back away. No need to go uh, off the rails on this. (laughs) Some people, though, did share their early Christmas traditions emphasizing that they are ready for the holiday spirit already. So... Created a a big backlash, it all turns out it was just for a commercial shoot. (laughs) I saw that, I thought to myself, I'm shocked people went off online without realizing the entire context of what they were actually looking at.
4: That
0: never happens. (laughs) Elsewhere in the uh, broken news, the odd and unusual side of the headlines, um... High school football season well underway and in Alabama let me tell you they take their high school football seriously. The director of a high school band was arrested and tased by police after refusing to stop his students music performance at the end of the uh, football game. <laughs> is it the end of the football the end of the game or the end of halftime? And coming up at the end of halftime and the music and the band is not done, and they refused See, wasn't there a song about this? Wasn't there a line in American Pie about the uh, marching band refused to yield? Well, in Alabama, when that happens, (laughs) they they get serious. The incident occurred during a game between Minor High School and Jackson Olin High School. Police had instructed both band directors to halt their performances and clear the stadium. But the director of Minor High's band, Johnny Mims, refused to comply and told his musicians to continue playing. This resulted in his arrest and tasering. He was tasered by, by police. <laughs> They're not messing around in Alabama. They say it's time for the band to stop. It's time for the band to stop. Not messing around. And tasered by police. Wow. Uh, Let's see. From the international file, the broken news. A very excited astronomer speculated that a crater on a beach in Dublin was caused by a meteorite. Uh, Astronomy enthusiast David Kennedy was certain that the crater was caused by a space rock because of uh, a mark on one side of the uh, crater. However, (laughs) as it turns out, that's not what happened. Uh, viral photos on social media show uh, two gentlemen standing in the hole and digging it with pride. Turns out that the there was not a uh, meteorite crater on the beach. It was just the work of these two beachgoers with plastic shovels. <laughs> the astronomer was shouting from the rooftops at this Incredible meteorological find. A meteorite created crater on the on the beach. Turned out it was two just two guys digging a hole. <laughs> Charlie Wallace and Peter McAvoy um, were, the, uh, were the pair that that dug out the hole on the beach. Say if a rock did fall from the sky near Dublin, it will also be likely that someone would have witnessed the event. Uh, and that didn't happen. Mr. Kennedy uh, the uh, astronomy enthusiast expressed disappointment in learning that the hole was not actually from a meteorite, but the two men appeared to, ha- appeared to have fun on their beach day. So that was good. <laughs> it was not a meteorite. It was just a couple of guys digging a hole on the beach. It turned out. <laughs> Oops. Um, this is kind of weird. How would you like to have this happen to you? A woman in Canada received a delivery of more than 1,000 prophylactics that she claims she did not order. Prophylactics, male birth control items. (laughs) More than 1,000 of them showed up on her front door. Joelle Angelhart received an email from Amazon regarding the package, but she thought it was fake. Uh, She said, we automatically assumed that the email was a scam because it was not something that we would purchase. Uh, Then we received this box that contained inside 30 boxes of condoms, Uh, 34 in each package. (laughs) We have no idea why they were sent to us. And more surprisingly, her, her credit card was charged $495 for the order. Uh, some have speculated that this is a part of a uh, what they call a brushing scam where sellers randomly send out their products in order to boost the number of positive reviews for their product. But it is a little unusual for them to actually bill someone and charge their credit card for it. This is more of a scam to uh, generate feedback, but... Uh... <laughs> That is a most unusual delivery. More than a 1,000. Can you imagine looks from the neighbors? <laughs> What'd you get from Amazon there, Joel? <laughs> um, I think it was a mistake. Yeah, sure it was. <laughs> and finally, in the broken news this morning, story out of Atlanta where the term vigilante might carry a negative undertone, but the city's boot girls seem to embody the essence of watchful guardians, vigilantes. uh, The boot girls are two women who have embarked on a mission to liberate cars from the grip of those pesky, immobilizing boots that have become a contentious issue in Georgia's capital. The... Uh, the boot girls, known by their aliases Boot Baby and Boot shisty, have a boot key. You know, when they park parked illegally or, you know, you have, uh, you know, unpaid parking tickets or uh, vehicle uh, citations or whatever, they can boot your car, and attach this metal thing to the tire so you can't drive it, you can't move it. But these ladies have a key that um, unlocks those boots and they offer boot remo- removal services for a fee of $50. And this is all kind of underground. They've uh, gained popularity through word-of-mouth referrals, text messages, and Instagram orders. And uh, the move has left, uh, left parking companies, private property owners, and booting firms rather perturbed as you might imagine the city of atlanta police department has issued a stern warning cautioning that tampering with booting devices may result in criminal charges yourself um but uh nonetheless the boot girls <laughs> become something of uh, folk heroes in the city of atlanta georgia stay tuned it's Kind got of it crazy going around like the a-team of booting services there the equalizer if you will of booting services there in the city of atlanta crazy story uh there you go some of the odd and unusual uh, uh, news items there today's broken news report and with that we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming WFIN says, thank you for listening. And remember, you can listen around the clock on computer, smartphone, or tablet. Start your day with Chris Oaks and good mornings and stay with us all day long. You also get CBS Sports Radio plus all of our locally originated sports programming. Listen live whenever you like at 1330 WFIN 95.5 FM and at WFIN.com where you can also grab our free mobile apps for iOS or Android. Time now for your daily download: the numbers behind the news and the statistics that shape our lives. So, did you go on a date uh, this past weekend? Uh, this is uh, kind of interesting. A, a new survey of uh, is kind of a survey and, and slash uh, an anal- uh, analysis of uh, of the latest data, and they uh, came up with a number of how much we will spend. Investing on love in this country. How much do you think you pay uh, to find love? Data shows the average American. Are you ready for this? Maybe you want to sit down for this. The average American, it says, invests $120,000 in dating. $120,000 we invest in. On dating in our lifetime, everything from romantic dinners to gifts for our loved ones, and then they also include in that amount things like personal grooming and cosmetic products. You know, things that we get all gussied up to look at, uh, look good for, you know, you know, on a, on our date. And I would assume if we buy new clothes to go out, you know, we want to look good when we go out on a date. That would be included. But a hundred twenty. that we spend on dating during our lifetime. In fact, according to the survey, 22% of millennials and 19% of Gen Zers admit that they have racked up dating debt. 21% of those between the ages of 18 to 34 say every year they accrue $500 or more in dating debt. And I would imagine some, mm, far more than that. If we're spending $120,000, that's like a college education. Uh, So what most racks up dating debt? According to the numbers, accidental overspending, attempting to impress our dates, and show of hands, how many people have spent more than we should trying to impress someone on a date, yeah? (laughs) Yeah. And then the other thing that racks up debt, it says here, seeking intimacy. Some of the reasons for uh, daters to uh, dig deep. (laughs) Seeking intimacy. Interesting terminology. (laughs) They're seeking intimacy. I think I know what they're talking about there. I'm not sure that I want to know what they're talking about there. So just a few days ago, Apple, as you know by now, held its highly anticipated special product launch event. And joining us this morning from Apple Park in Cupertino, California... We have uh, Apple's Joe Phillip with us to tell us more about some of the features, including some that you may not immediately see when you see the uh, the, uh, devices. The highlight, of course, uh, Joe, is the new iPhone 15. Talk a little bit about this device, some of your favorite features uh, on this new iPhone.
4: Absolutely. Our iPhone 15 lineup represents an incredible leap forward iPhone 15 and 15 Plus comes in a gorgeous all-new design featuring the dynamic island, a new contoured edge design, and a durable color-infused back glass. Impressive camera upgrades include a powerful 48-megapixel main camera that enables super high-resolution photos, and a new 2x telephoto to give users a total of three optical zoom levels. It's like having a third camera. It's amazing iPhone 15 Pro and 15 Pro Max feature a new state-of-the-art aeros, aerospace-grade titanium design that's incredibly strong, yet lightweight, making them our lightest Pro models ever. A new customizable action button replaces the, uh, the ring silent switch used to toggle between their favorite actions, including quick accessing cameras, recording voice memos, or launching the app of their choice or a full set of actions with shortcuts. The powerful camera upgrades enable an equivalent of seven pro lenses with incredible image quality, including a new super high resolution 24 megapixel default for the main camera and an all new 5X telephoto camera on the iPhone 15 Pro Max to capture stunning details from afar. A huge step change in performance as well, with the A17 Pro that enables the next generation of mobile gaming, including ones never before on smartphone. And finally, we're expanding our iPhone's critical safety capabilities, such as crash detection and emergency SOS via satellite, with the introduction of roadside assistance via satellite in the US. When a user has car trouble and cellular and Wi-Fi coverage that's not available, They can now connect to AAA. The country's largest roadside assistance provider via satellite connection. Wow. Uh,
0: So a lot there to love in terms of the technology, in terms of the design, in terms of the aesthetics. And then, as we mentioned, there are also uh, some really cool features to talk about that people won't see. Uh, Apple announced some really important environmental updates and upgrades. Talk a little bit about this uh, initiative.
4: Yeah, we're super excited about the environmental updates. You know, let's start with the Apple Watch Series 9 and Apple Watch Ultra 2, more powerful than ever with the new S9 SIP, which increases performance and capabilities, a magical new double-tap gesture, a brighter display, faster on-device theory now with the ability to access the log and log health data. Um, and for the first time, customers can choose a carbon-neutral model from each of the Apple Watch collections. These first carbon neutral products were made in a uniquely Apple way by steeply reducing carbon emissions from materials, electricity, and transport through innovation and design. And on iPhone, the entire iPhone 15 lineup now uses more recycled material than ever, including 100% recycled cobalt in the battery, a first for Apple. These advancements Represents a significant milestone towards Apple 2030, which is Apple's plan to be carbon neutral across the supply chain and the entire life cycle of the products by year 2030.
0: You know, I, I wanted to ask, uh, if these, uh, environmental in- initiatives, uh, result in any sort of compromise with respect to design or the technology that you can, uh, put into the devices. But clearly to hear you, uh, talk about the, the technology and such, uh, clearly it's, it's something that it can be done without, uh, any compromises to the end user.
4: Absolutely. I mean, the innovation is just incredible. Like I had mentioned on the iPhone 15 and 15 Pro and Pro Max, um, you know, super excited to give these customers some incredible technology with also keeping the environment in mind. So uh, folks can pre-order these
0: new devices now, uh, and there is a trade-in program for those who may have a previous-generation iPhone that they are looking
4: to upgrade, right? Absolutely. So, yep, pre-order is available, and whether you're online, in-store, or at the Apple Store app, you know we offer truly unique and personalized experiences for customers to get connected with the expert teams that we have at Apple Find the best product that that best suits you. Learn how to get the most out of the product. And shopping online has never been easier at apple.com. From the comfort of your home, customers can buy online, over video, in chat, over the phone, or at the Apple Store app. Once you've placed your orders online, you can collect them in the stores uh, through Apple Pickup, a convenient and seamless way to order online and pick up in the store or have them delivered. And then when you shop directly at Apple, we will not only help you find the iPhone or Apple watch that's right for you will help you get set up and connected, you know, and ready to go all at Apple. And you talked about trade-in, you know, we have several trade-in offers giving customers more ways to become an Apple owner. The trade-in program is quick and simple. Customers can receive up to $650 credit um, towards their purchase when they trade in and with an eligible Apple device or uh, in-store or online and customers uh, are offering up, I'm sorry, carriers are offering up a thousand dollars for trade in plus carrier financing options. You can directly go to your Apple store or apple.com as well to get help with activating your phone. Um, With the select um, U.S. carriers.
0: And with respect to getting folks up and running for those who will be coming to the new iPhone from an Android device, uh, I understand uh, you have uh, a way to make that easy uh, to switch to a uh, not just a new device, but a new OS.
4: Yes, we have a page on Apple.com that gives customers an easy to follow guide to activating their new iPhone and transferring data. For those moving to iPhone for the first time, the Move to iOS app makes it easier than ever to securely transfer contacts, messages, WhatsApp contact, uh, content, photos, videos, email accounts, you know, calendars, and more for users' Android phones to their new iPhone. The Move to iOS app is available for free and can be downloaded from the Google Play Store. So if you're waiting to switch to an iPhone, it's easier now than ever.
1: There
0: you go. Folks getting excited about the uh, new devices from Apple's recent reveal event out just in time for the holiday gift-giving season. Hint, hint. Again, uh, Joe Phillip with us from Apple Park in Cupertino, California, uh, with uh, more info on uh, everything that is new. And Joe, thanks very much for taking the time. We appreciate it.
4: Thanks for having me. Take care.
0: And that will finish up our podcast for today. I want to thank all of our guests for joining us on the program, of course. And remember, you can get more information about all of the topics that we talk about each and every day on the show at our webpage. Check us out online at goodmornings.net. Coming up tomorrow on the program, Diagnosed, a husband and wife's story of dealing with a devastating medical diagnosis by sharing it in their new book they want to bring some hope and comfort to others who are experiencing the same challenges so until tomorrow morning that is good mornings for this morning now that you've had a good morning going out and making a good day we'll catch you back here tomorrow